You are listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast by The Crossing on how to live into God's bigger story. Hi, welcome to A Bigger Life podcast. You know, I started this podcast to do interviews with people in our church that I thought were interesting and doing interesting things and finding ways to live lives, redemptive lives in our culture and in our community. Uh, And it was fun to do those interviews, and I'm going to do that in the future. But right now, it's kind of not realistic to think I'm going to sit down and do interviews with somebody. And I wanted to rejuvenate the Bigger Life podcast uh, in order to just connection with our church since we're kind of moving into an online church format here at The Crossing. And of course, there'll be people who listen to this who don't go to The Crossing, but everybody's trying to find ways to be connected. And I thought what I would do is basically have a time of prayer, a time, I know that sounds silly for a podcast, what I want to do is I want to read a passage of scripture and just sort of pray through it for five or 10 minutes. And the idea here is that a lot of times we're on the go, either you're in your car on your way to work or somewhere, or you know, you're know you at home alone and you're looking for a way to connect with God maybe deeper than you've been doing on your own lately. A real switch happened in my life when I was in college. I don't quite know what happened or how I learned to do it, but for whatever reason, I learned to pray scripture back to God as part of my walk with God as part of my prayer time. And I remember the first time I did that was reading through a psalm. I, it was Psalm 40. And just going through that, and I started making Psalm 40 my prayer to God, and I would add things to it. And it it just was like a whole new leap. I really consider in many ways that a milestone in my life as pre that, post that, is a, a way that I describe real transformation in my walk with God. I would even say that before that, my walk with God was uh, learning things about God. But after that, it was learning, get, getting to know God and developing a relationship with Him. So what I'm going to do, and this might seem strange at first, I think we'll get used to it. I think there'll be some time for me to get used to it and you to get used to it. But this is what I do in my life. I get up, I have a cup of coffee in my hand, I sit somewhere that is contemplative, whether it's on my porch or in my study. Right now I'm in my study. The window is open, 72 degrees outside. It's one of these rare March days. And uh, it's beautiful outside, but I'm looking at Psalm 16. I looked at this in my sermon last Sunday on March 15, if you want to listen to that, because I was talking about how to, how to have faith in God in our fears. There's a verse in Psalm 16, verse 1 says, Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, You are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. What I like about that verse is a couple things. One is that there's three titles in there or three names in there or three terms in there used for God. One is simply the word God. Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. And then the next is I say to the Lord, and as we said in sermons at the crossing, when you're reading your English Bible, now I'm reading the ESV here, but this is also also true in the NIV, the New International Version. I'm reading the English Standard Version, which I like better, by the way, for the Psalms because it retains a lot of the poetry. 
sometimes what's what, what one of the strengths about the NIV is that it does a really good ch- job of trying to help us understand the original language. But but when it comes to poetry, sometimes the more you try to be precise, the more you ruin the poetry. I think the NIV is a great translation for the Psalms, but I think the ESV is better because they retain some of the ambiguity and they don't always fill in the blanks, which I think is what poetry is meant to do. And that was the original author's intent. But this is a Psalm written by David and he uses that term L O R D all caps, which, which is the term, the ancient Hebrew word Yahweh. It's translated L O R D in our English translations, but that's translating the Hebrew word Yahweh that meant the I am. It was a, a verb form of he is, but it means the I am God's name. Uh, being the I am. And so I say to the I am, you are my Lord. And that's in lowercase letters. And so that's the term that just meant ruler or king. So if we look at this, he says, preserve me, O God, the God who is the God of the universe, the creator of all things, for in you I take refuge. I say to the I am, you are my Lord. You are my ruler. You are my king. I have no good apart from you. What I'm going to do real quick is just do what I do. I'm going to pray, and you can pray with me as we think about this, these two verses in Psalm 16. Oh God, preserve me. Preserve me not just physically, but I ask that you would preserve me physically. That you would preserve me in this time of virus, uh, pandemic in our culture, and our communities. That you would preserve my family that you would preserve my health, my body, but also more importantly and, and obviously more crucial is that you would preserve me, the real me, the soul, the, the, the Dave that is eternal, that you would preserve me and not let me lose faith in this time of fear that you would preserve my faith, that you would strengthen me spiritually, that you would strengthen me physically, that you would strengthen me mentally, that I would be able to think through what I know to be true about you and what I know to be true about your word, that you would strengthen me emotionally, that I would have joy in my life because I have far more than just physical health. I have the kingdom of God that Christ has died and risen from the dead to give me. Strengthen me emotionally that I would share joy and love and gratitude with others. For in you, I take refuge. I say to the I am, the I am who is infinite, has always existed. The I am who is the source of all existence, the giver of all life. The I am who is always in the present tense, in my present, in my present tense. And it's easy to be tense now in this time. I pray to you. I praise you. I say to you, the I am who is with me right now, fully, 100% with me, without being any less anywhere else because you're infinite. Fully, 100% focused on me without being any less focused anywhere else because you are infinite. You're the I am. I say to the I am who is with me now 100% in my present you are present in my present I say to the I am you are my Lord you're my king you're my ruler I want you to be because I have no good apart from you 
Lots of things claim to be my good. Lots of things claim to be my life. Lots of things claim to be what will make me happy. But I know deep in my soul, I know that you alone are God, that you are the I am, and that you are the only one truly worthy to be my ruler, truly worthy to be my king, because I know that because you are the giver of all life, because you are the source of all existence, because you are the only one who is always 100% eternally with me, I have no good apart from you. There is no good apart from you. And so I bow my head now to you as my king, to you as my ruler, to you as my God. For in you, I take refuge. refuge. Verse 5 says, The Lord, the all caps, the I am, Yahweh, the Lord, the I am, Yahweh, is my chosen portion in my cup. You hold my lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. All of that is the language of ancient Israel talking about inheritance. The, the, the chosen portion is the inheritance. The, my lot is my inheritance. The lines of my property have fallen for me in pleasant places. That's my inheritance. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. And what's the inheritance, he says, is the Lord. The Lord is my chosen portion in my cup. The Lord is my beautiful inheritance. It reminds me of what God said to Abraham in Genesis 15.1. Do not f- be afraid, Abram, for I am your shield, your very great reward. God, I thank you that you are my reward. You are my inheritance. You are my chosen portion. You hold my eternal destiny in your hand. And so when I pray to you to preserve me, oh God, what I mean by that is keep me as you as my inheritance. Keep me as you as my God. Keep me in. Don't let me drift away. I have no good apart from you. There is no inheritance apart from you. There is no life apart from you. And so that's why you, I want you alone to be my God. Verse 4 says, The sorrows of those who run after another God shall multiply. I don't want my sorrows to multiply because I'm choosing something else to be my, my ultimate good. I'm choosing something else to be my better inheritance. I'm choosing something else to be my trust that preserves me. I'm tr- choosing something else to be my chosen portion. Rather, I want to choose and only choose the I am who's eternal and infinite and always with me, the giver of all life, the source of all existence. Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the I am, you are my Lord. You are my king. You are my ruler. I have no good apart from you. Amen. Thanks for listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast of The Crossing, a church in Columbia, Missouri. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and give it a rating so people can find this content more easily or consider texting it to a friend or posting it on social media. Thanks for listening.